Hey, what's going on, everybody? You're listening to Seggy Station. Just a man that has a nickname, I was about to say, with no shame. Friday, August 12, 2022. Hope all is well out there with everybody. Hope everyone's staying safe. Nick Segaline here. You're listening to Seggy Station Podcast. Good to be back today. Rich, hot takes, Letty coming through. We got some stuff to touch up on in the world of sports. I got some stuff to say about a lot of things I've been seeing and hearing. And obviously, with the CDC using COVID-19 guidelines, or if we're even still calling that, sports world continues to go on. Stories continuing to filter in as we inch closer to the NFL season. You got NFL preseason games. Little League World Series, I think, is better than the MLB, but you had the Field of Dream game last night, which has its nostalgia and isn't, I think, one of the best games the MLB puts on. They should probably consider doing more of that. Um, the MLB, about 50 games left till postseason baseball, and we're waiting around for, obviously, the NBA for us hoops fans. And as kids get ready to go back to school, college sports will be creeping its way back into the headlines as well. And obviously, the games that are being played and all the things that are happening in sports there, you see a lot of things help happening in sports elsewhere. Um, former players, current players dealing with unseen circumstances. Um, I saw Frank Gore arrested for sexual assault. Marshawn Lynch arrested for a DUI. Obviously the verdict of Brittany Griner, which had a lot of people um, commenting on, which was last week now. And that's kind of gone back under the rug with how things kind of filter in so quickly. Um, Not only in the sports world, but just in this new age of Getting everything out there so quickly, um, media, news, hearing about things that are happening almost in real time, um, and then everybody highlighting it um, either in their Instagram story or TikTok or firing up their podcast. Um, I'm happy to still have my podcast going on. Appreciate all love and support that everyone shows to the podcast. Fired up to be here today. Luckily, my stuff's still working. It's crazy because... Just like everything else, things don't last forever, and some of my equipment's been faltering, and it's wild that I've been doing this for almost three, over three years now, and Rich will be stopping by, touch on some sports today, really appreciate him always doing that, should be a good show, I got some stuff to touch on, not only in the sports world, but things we covered here on the podcast, hopefully Rich is fired up to do that as well. Should be a good show. Enjoy it. Haven't been plugging the podcast in the opening read as much. My philosophy is, well, if you don't know where I'm at by now, then you're probably not going to be listening. Um, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of repetitive, trying to get your posts out there, trying to get people to see your stuff. It's like, there's so much stuff. If you're going to want to listen to my podcast, check anything out that I'm doing, um, you know where it's at by now, Seggy Station, Instagram and Twitter, and always live streaming on my Twitch stream. It's underscore Seggy underscore G. Um, I've battled various things when it comes to trying to get people to be checking out the podcast and seeing how people that start up these things get turned off by not blasting off right away and 
you know, for me, it's, I never really thought I was going to blast off. So it was more, I was just doing what the mainstream thing was to do. Um, you know, you can have a podcast without posting on Instagram and mentioning where all your stuff is at, but then how are you going to get anybody checking it out that way either? So it's kind of double-edged sword. It's a lot of things that have kind of changed for me in terms of the perspective of the things that are kind of happening around us. And then trying to get up a post to get people to check out my podcast. It's like, damn, bro, if you want to check it out, it's there. Like the fact that I have to put up a post for you to want to go and listen to it um, means you're not really checking it out anyways. Um, I do appreciate the people that do um, definitely come through, listen to the podcast, check out what we're talking about here. When Rich comes by, Chew hasn't been around a bunch, but people like listening to Chew. Um, Haven't done many solos, but the people that enjoy listening, some of the things that I have to get out there, either sports related or non-sports related, um, means a lot to me for all the things that I feel like I've done in my life to get to this point with the podcast. Um, it's been a lot of grueling and grinding and changing over time and almost aging in the screen and over the recording and having takes age and perspective change and things happen, obviously at a continuous rate. Um, it's almost funny and scary and weird to me because I don't do this for money. I don't do this for a living or a career, even though sometimes I wish I do, um, or did, uh, you know, I'm just doing this for fun as a passion of just very talkative guy, love and have a passion for sports and other things that I see that irk my mind or make me feel good, um, make me feel sad, all those things, emotions. Um, it's a lot right now, I think, for people out there that are kind of flying under this radar or not flying under the radar and all over social media and f- popping off it's it's very mixed bag of individuals that you'll see and find and obviously that's just part of life um people all people are going to be different think different and you know, I've been dealing with that more and more as I've seen more and more people dealing with loss and tragedy like myself and just hard. It's just sad. Um, it doesn't make things for me any easier, but it makes me have pain for others and the pain that I have has already taken away from a lot of stuff I wanted to do here with the podcast or plan to do or hopefully at some point want to do. Um, But I think a lot has really changed in that regard for me in terms of sports and Talking about sports and all that is great, and I thoroughly love doing it, Um, but it's hard to do it when I'm by myself, really, I find. Uh, 
when I think of all these other things that are kind of filtering on as I speak and trying to like hide that and act like that's not a thing is just not easy for me really anymore. Um, but I do love doing what I do here on the podcast, all this stuff that's kind of got me out my, outside my comfort zone and have me out here talking about things that I feel or passionate things that I feel about sports. Uh, it's really made me feel good, really, at the end of the day. Um, regardless of anyone listens or checks it out as much as I want that all the time. Um, people have helped me kind of see what I originally saw when I first plugged in and started up trying to do a podcast, which was none of that stuff really matters. It's doing it for yourself and continually working on yourself and Trying to be better for not only yourself but others, I think, is something that's super important and not enough people are doing. Hopefully Rich is here soon. Try and touch on some sports. Got a few smoke thoughts in the news. We'll be on our way. Sega Station. What's good? Uh, Not shit. Been a wild, busy week, and I have nothing to do today, so cool that you hit me up, had basically the whole day free. Yeah, what's well, good, you feeling uh, feeling better off the vid? And <clears throat> Yeah, I'm to- totally fine, Lisa's totally fine, we're all good to go and be normal people now. Back you know, normal uh, and healthy, good to hear it. No symptoms, didn't lose any like taste or smell. I like, rarely ever in my life blow my nose, I guess I'm still blowing my nose, but that's, I feel, I felt totally fine, it's been like what two weeks now where were you uh at on the boat uh we had like a little anytime our whole team like hits their quota and goes green like for the quarter before oh, that was your work we do, like yeah we do like a tiny little like oh shit trip. so it's technically a fishing trip like we didn't do a whole lot of fishing it was out of bridgeport but it was mad nice on the water once you're in the uh in the sounds yeah a little, little bit of drinking chilling on the boat it's nice that's pretty cool I was like, damn, is Rich going to Block Island today? That's dope. No, 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 no. That was like a yeah, like a fishing charter thing. It's probably about 20, 20 people from Indeed. Word. Yeah, good little time. What you been up to? How's golf? Uh, it's been straight. Got a tournament this week. Been honestly, I haven't been working that that much. You know, just working like night times and stuff. So. <clears throat> teaching here and there when i can but it's been i've been doing more this summer and enjoying a lot of the summer i mean spending a little more yeah, than i'm making but how was how was uh how's block island oh block island was sick yeah it was my first time there um yeah i was in block oh, really? i was in block two weeks ago for my first time and then last weekend it was my girlfriend's birthday so we went up to uh see her nephew at her sister's husband's lake house in mass and i stopped at caroline's cannabis which is the first female-owned cannabis store in the northeast so that was also a great adventure um 
Yeah, man, just do. I've been doing a lot, bro. I've had like weekend days off, which is not normal. Just very weird, different, totally different year for me uh, in terms of what I'm used to. So it's been, uh, it's been definitely a weird adjustment. But we'll see how it goes uh, going forward. Looking forward to, you know, getting more hours with with how things are out here right now. Um, yeah. But getting a little better, gas prices coming down and whatnot. And yeah, I mean, a lot of people are just saying, gotta do what you gotta do when it comes to that. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've just been, I've been all over the place, bro. Just a little freaking, <clears throat> a little wild. A lot of things I wanted to touch on, but I do, <clears throat> I do just need to say this coming off of, uh, I'll make this real quick. Just coming off of, you having COVID last pod and what I saw with the announcements on COVID this week um, and then the CDC's new guidelines. I, I'm just like, I just literally have just, I don't even know how to put this without sounding like a fucking dumbass, which is, I don't even know what to say about this shit anymore. Like, even a guy like Duke, who's my good friend, who I believe still doesn't have the vaccine, and I've talked to him about it a couple times, haven't seen him much, but literally, you know, I would tell him I, I mean, I know, my I know thoughts on it. The yeah, and like, I didn't have it at first for a while, and you know, now I'm just, it's just weird, bro, because I, I was wrong about what's going to happen in the NBA, because apparently Kyrie would be totally fine, at, you know, unless he's playing in oh, Toronto, yeah. unless he's playing in Toronto. Um, I just don't understand it, bro. Like, I really just don't understand how things were like that for, and I guess, you know, you were telling me last time, and I guess this is the one thing that I'd agree with, which is, oh, you know, when it first happened, we didn't have, you know, we didn't know what was happening. We didn't have obviously the vaccine to help control it or whatever. So it was kind of like, we needed to try and find a way to, you know, keep things under control. But dude, they... So many people lost their jobs. Like, so many people's, like, lives changed from this. And the thing that makes me the most mad is how, like, vax versus unvax became, like, a legitimate war between the people. It got politicized. And now, hold on. And now it's to a point where the CDC is basically admitting and saying, like, nah, it really doesn't matter whether you're this or that in terms of the vaccine. And it's basically saying like what I've been saying, what, which is, yep, it's around now and it's going to be around and you take your precaution as you feel necessary, like all these other things that are happening. And so I'm just literally, cause I lost my job. I lost my job over this for a couple months, dude. And I worked outside basically. I was a fucking golf guy. You know, it's like, it's just, it is just stunning to me, dude, to see. You know, kids that are young, really super young, they won't they won't even remember this if this is how this really breaks out and just like stems off. Like it'll be something obviously we remember. Um, it's just fucking crazy wild to me, bro. And it impacted sports. Like they shut down sport. It's just so crazy to me. And then just to see where we're at now with these guidelines now, and um just all these things like no quarantine uh, the those exposed to the virus are no longer required to quarantine unvaccinated people now have the same guidance as vaccinated people students can stay in 
Students can stay in class after being exposed to the virus. It's no longer recommended to screen those without symptoms. Those those are those are direct from I mean, you yeah, know, unless I mean, I'm getting I, bad information, but I don't know. Nowadays, who knows? You could know. be everything everything with it's crazy. There are people that I work with that weren't allowed to come to the fishing trip yesterday because they're not vaccinated, like it's totally outside thing because of rules that are still in place. So like yeah, I think a lot of people like you know, it it became politicized. I think that's what everything here you're saying is. Like it became a not trying to talk about like politics or Trump or anything, but Trump basically made it sound like I don't remember the exact quotes, but if he didn't I don't know that he endorsed not getting the vaccine, but he certainly didn't endorse getting the vaccine, which is what you want your president to do when there's a national health crisis. So it was, you know, it was a feel what you want about Biden. Like, I don't give a shit. Someone likes him or hates him. But like when Trump was in office, it was very, um, very pro-Trump or very anti-Trump. So people started to be like, okay, he said this. I'm with that. He said that. I'm against that with very little in between. And like everything became very politicized. Yeah, dude, there's always, there's always going to be that. I think that's a lot. I think. Of course, but it was to, it was to a very it was to an extreme because he did he do, he's an extreme personality he does things to the extreme so it's very like oh my god I love that or oh my god what a fucking douchebag like there's not there's not a lot of in between when it came to him so things I don't know besides the point I think people got very set in their ways on it I think many companies like Indeed it's less of that and it's more so well shit we already made this ruling we don't want to go back on it unless like we know for sure we're supposed to go back on it like you can work at indeed and be unvaccinated but you can't come into the office you can't go to company events or anything like that so it's i think it'll change i've said for a while like i'm pretty sure like when i leave work at indeed if i go in the office i can't be around anyone unvaccinated in the office but i can go to the bar and be with 50 unvaccinated people and come back to work the next day so it's like what are, what are we really doing here? Like, Indeed's not going to want to lose a bunch of people. All companies aren't going to want to lose a bunch of people. So I think most companies will change the rule, rulings and most places will change all the rulings and it'll, you'll be allowed to, you know, not matter as much. Like, anywhere else, like restaurants, anywhere else, it doesn't fucking matter if you are or not. Like, yeah, I got my little card saying I am. No one's ever asked me for that in two years. No one's ever asked me to see my card. Maybe one sporting event, I think. Um, no one's ever asked me, like, are you vaccinated? Other than Indeed. Other than like to get into the office, I need I to submit stuff. So like, I think it's going to become less of a thing. It seems like workplaces are where it's mainly a thing right now. Obviously, different countries have different rulings. I don't know. I don't. I guess I'll stop after this. But I'm still kind of of the mindset of like, well, if everyone just literally, not that this would ever happen, but worldwide, it's like, yeah, what if we just for two weeks were like, let's not all go out and fuck around and. You know, we give everyone time who has it to run the symptoms out, and we go out and try this shit again. I feel like it'd probably be pretty pushed and gone. I don't know. I don't know shit. But I don't think you'll ever get people to do that because I don't think people were the first time because it didn't work. We didn't know what we were doing. Not everyone did it. You know, that's all I got for COVID on you. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know, brother, because, I mean, at this point, I just... My other disclosure is I shouldn't I shouldn't be saying shit. I don't watch anything on anything about it. My extent of my knowledge on COVID recently is I had it. It just makes no sense to me that people like I was looking at, you know, you can look for certain jobs, bro, and they're required for vaccination. You know, it's like, yeah, 
Yeah. It, I, it's like, I don't know. It, it makes no, I don't know. Everything's all fucked to me, to be completely honest. Um, it's like I saw, it's like I saw this, which is non-sports related. And I just had to ask you about this quick to just, just, uh, gauge your thoughts on this. Um, I saw a thing that says, uh, that the earth is spinning faster than normal, making days shorter than usual. Have you seen this? Have you seen this? I, no, you don't I, believe I, in any of these conspiracy theories? Well, okay. I feel like I'm starting this off with talking on a bunch of shit I don't know anything about, but let's put it this way. Maybe it's slightly, slightly, slightly faster, but if that is the case, that means in like a year from now, our fucking clocks and shit won't work anymore. We're going to be like, wait, it's... It's morning time, and it's just getting dark out right now. Like, our clocks are going to be off from where the world is spinning. So well, that's what they're basically... Like, that's basically what they're saying could happen. Okay. That's basically so what they're saying we're gonna could know. happen. We're going to know. And... We're going to know, for sure. I just thought it was funny, because I saw a thing about it where it was like, so let me get this straight. The Earth is spinning faster, and days are going by faster than usual, but no one is talking about it. That's just kind of funny to me. But, but that's the thing. But days days wouldn't be going by faster than normal because we're working off our fucking clocks, which we think is in line with how the world's spinning. We're still be going off 24 hours. It's not like our workday got shorter. We still clock in at this time, leave at this time, that's eight hours. So it's basically like... It's basically a mind fuck. Are gonna stop. No, the times are just going to stop lining up if that's the case. Like, we're going to be like, oh, the sun's supposed to set at 7.30 tonight, and we're going to look outside, and it's going to be like 9 o'clock, and it's like, what? what's the sun doing out there right now? Like our clocks are just going to become fucked up from what we think it is. So we'll see, but it's not like when they say we'll days are getting shorter, like they should be getting shorter. Like if this is happening, we'd have to move to like a 23 hour and 50 minute day to make it line up or something ridiculous. I don't know. But like, yeah, it's not, there's no scenario. We're still going off a 24 hour day and everything we do. So there's no scenario where our actual work day or sleep schedule is getting shorter. Just like shit, not lining up. Right. Yeah, I literally, it's so another thing that I saw that I'm like, all right, like, this is kind of weird, but at the same time, like, is this even going to really affect people? That's why I feel like no one's talking about it. Depends, depends <laughs> how fast, how much faster it's spinning, because I don't, if it's like point zero 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 one percent faster, maybe it'll take like 10 years for us to notice a difference. If it's like two percent faster and it's like fuck like maybe in a year we're like what the fuck's going on i don't know totally depends how much faster it's spinning i took two bong rips before this like yeah i could talk some sports and now you got talk me talking like the principle of time so it's great it's fantastic um (laughs) yeah i don't know what's even more messed up uh that or i saw this the winner of that 1.2.8 billion mega millions they get to keep a third of that the government takes eight hundred forty-six point three million of it. Is that like that's that's? I mean, that's definitely legit. I hear people talking about that. Uh, I mean, it's the same thing if you won like on a big sport. If it's a bit same thing if you win on a big sports bet, right? You're getting taxed on it if you take it out, right? Yeah, you're only taxed on what you would draw, though. Like you could win a million dollars and keep it in draft picks and don't pay taxes on it. That's why 
I never take my shit out of DraftKings when I get wins. And I remember, like, maybe Duke or you guys being like, why don't you pull that out? It's like, yo, like, I just enjoy playing this. Like, if I hit, like, if I hit, like, $10,000 or something, like, yeah, I'm not going to be like, all right, time to spend $10,000 in DraftKings. But if I hit for, like, $2,000, I'm usually just going to be like, it's going to sit in there for a long time. But, like, I'm just going to be like, nah, I'm using this. I'm not going to pay taxes at the end of the year when it's like, I'll fucking, you know. If I needed the money, like, desperately to do something, yeah, I'd take it out. But if I'm just going to let it sit in my bank account and have to pay taxes on it, I'll just keep it in DraftKings because I'll probably use it eventually. Yeah, but you could take out a 1000 and keep a 1000 in there and still have a 1000 to play with like you're talking about. and For, for sure. But then I'm paying taxes on the 1000 losing some of it, and it's like, well, shit, it stays as 2000 if I keep it in here. Are you, though? Like, how much do you have to take out to get pay pay taxes take, on it um i think it's with DraftKings. i don't remember the exact amount is it over they've changed it over the years i think it's over a thousand dollars if you take it out in a year they'll send you like a w9 or whatever at the end of the year and you gotta like file it on your taxes wow if you take out like 500 they won't i mean you're still supposed to file it on your taxes but i don't think they send you the stuff if it's only like 500 dollars damn Am I going to be again attacked by the IRS because I took money out and didn't file it on my taxes? No. Does no, everybody that I gamble don't. like actually do that? Like that's the thing with like what? Nah. Can you actually get fucked for that? Like say I won like a say I won like a good amount of money, and then didn't file it. You can get. What's, what's you got What's a good amount? You I don't know. Like hundred dollars. No, like I took yeah. Yeah, like yeah, like I won like eighty thousand dollars, and I took out like literally basically all of it. Like you are probably getting mail or a visit from the IRS. Yeah. If you don't file that on your taxes, eighty thousand dollars on your taxes—that's like an entire salary or entire like business. Basically, you're not filing. Like, yeah, you're yeah. That's what you have to. That's what you have to do, though. You have to file that you won and removed eighty thousand dollars from Fanduel. Like you'll get a slip from Fanduel, is what you're saying. Send you the your the tax form because like your your company sends you W it's a W nine right yeah your company sends you a W nine I think it's a W two yeah but w, yeah W two whatever the fuck it is um W nine's another one then uh W two when you yeah saying like your gross income what came to taxes what went to Medicare like everything else um they'd send you the same thing being like you put X amount in this year you profited X amount with X coming out so you only get that if you remove. Uh, the amount that's tax driven is what you're saying yeah how i've seen i've seen you can access it on your actual app but i've never tried it so i always thought i was just skipping it and then gonna get in trouble but i don't know i don't know if i've done enough that's funny maybe i'm fucking selling myself out on my own podcast the irs will be after me no i mean like i won one and i didn't even i don't even think i knew how this worked i won one for 700 um actually you know what i don't know if i took it out maybe i did maybe i took out some but i won one in college and i definitely didn't report on anything and didn't get anything from DraftKings. but it wasn't over a thousand dollars yeah betting's been Um, tough right now there's no way i'm betting on nfl fucking preseason football and betting on baseball is actually fucking bullshit i fucking hate baseball yeah they did i saw a bunch of guys today in giants Giants minus 2.5 was a lock, like playing some of their starters. I didn't bet. They won by two. They won by two. Ooh, wow. I didn't get the two. They didn't cover? I no, mean, I didn't I bet on it. That shit's cr- fucking stupid. Uh, I didn't either. But whatever I heard, I was like, wow, I almost feel like I should bet on that. Like, that's a great point. But I would have been pissed one point short. 
Oof. Yeah. You, uh, they were up, like, in the fourth, too. I think they scored on, like, the last thing. Like, the last second, or literally. Some bullshit. I wasn't watching, but my brother went to the game. I'm like, you're a fucking pot. Uh, yeah, so... I saw they uh, retired uh, Bill Russell's number league-wide. Uh, but they're letting... Players who currently wear number six continue to wear the number. That's stupid as fuck to me. If you're currently wearing number six, why why would you continue to wear number six after they just retired it league-wide? If you're the league and you're going to retire number league-wide, why would oh, you I'm be not, like, I'm, for a guy like I'm, Bill I'm, Russell, I'm, by the way, why would you just be like, oh, yeah, you know what? You, if you're wearing it, you could still you could still wear it. Like, I don't understand that. I mean, what the fuck? I got the reason. It's not a... It's not a what? Like, What's the reason? The league doesn't. The league doesn't want them to change their jerseys now either. Do you know how many pre-produced LeBron James number six jerseys there are that are just like rapidly? Be- I, no, I swear to God. Yeah, that's know. fine. But what happens if LeBron comes out this year and says, "Yo, I'm changing my number," just like some guys are doing anyways? The league can't control that. So all I'm saying is, if the league's doing this, why the fuck wouldn't they just go through with it? They literally ask players. Like, yo, we need a year's heads up before you change your number. It, some players will go through with it anyway. Maybe LeBron could. But, like, they want, they're want they like, please give us some time so we can stop making the jerseys. Sell all these jerseys that no one's going to want. And then we'll start making your new ones. I guarantee they've had a conversation with LeBron. And they're like, would be cool if you changed next year. But up to you. They don't want LeBron to change this year. They just have a bunch of jerseys sit like hundreds of millions of dollars of jerseys probably sitting there that they're just like, ah, uh, fuck, people don't really want these now. I don't know if there are other number sixes like that, but I'm almost positive that's the reason. I would not be surprised, especially LeBron's contract up next year. Maybe LeBron's on a new team, and then that's real easy for him to go to another new number or something like that. So we'll see. I don't know. LeBron leaves the Lakers. Number 23 is retired by Mad or no, 32 is Magic, actually, right? 32 is Magic, I think. All right, so I guess you're telling me the reason why they're not doing that is because of jersey sales, but it's like, all right, dude, that's pretty obvious anyway. People are fucking doing that. And if the NBA is really like, oh, give us a year heads up to when you're changing jerseys, I really doubt players are actually doing that, especially if they change teams or get traded and decide to change their numbers. So it's like the NBA can't control that. That's fucking stupid to me. If you're going to retire number six for Bill Russell, retire the fucking number. You're going to say you're going to retire it league-wide? Actually do it. Don't half-ass it. Just dumb to me. And this is one other thing. This is one other thing I got after this. How many numbers can you actually retire in the NBA? Like, how many numbers can you actually retire? Like, somebody's telling me, oh, Michael Jordan's 23 is going to get retired when he dies. Is that an actual... You do think that would actually happen? How many people actually wear 23 in, M- in basketball? Like, I don't think you can retire multiple numbers like that. Like, I personally think Bill Russell is going to be one of the only guys that gets his number retired in the NBA... Just like you see in baseball where it's Jackie Robinson, there's not a long list of guys. So just because they're a great player doesn't mean their number is getting retired. Just need to throw that out there real quick because I think Bill Russell is upper echelon of all these guys. Just saying. There's already so many jerseys retired by individual teams that, like, yeah, you can't start doing that because then it's like, oh, okay, LeBron, then we do it for Magic. Then it's like, no, we're not going to do that. Um, the Bill, look, any business with anything, like cell phone plans did this back in the day when they had – got rid of unlimited internet for a while like you grandfather people into shit you don't tell your people working for you like 
nope, you're done. We made the call. Fuck you. It's like, okay, to phase out the number six, no one can wear it again. You guys wearing it currently can. But if LeBron changed teams, they would they would tell him, like, you can't wear six now. It's like, hey, you can keep it with your current jersey and everything, I'm pretty sure. It's like, hey, LeBron, you got, like, what, at most, like, three years or something of wearing this jersey, maybe four years, five, and LeBron's a psycho and it's just going to keep playing. But uh, he's, I would guess that he's not wearing it next year, if I had to guess. Fair. Um, also, the amount for DraftKings to, or FanDuel or Bovada to send you a W-2 tax form would be $600 in winnings deducted or more. Nice. I've been under that number. Uh, Slam Ball is making a return in the summer of 2023. Did you see that? Saw that. Yeah, Slam Ball is sick. That's, I'd go to a Slam Ball game if there was one at like a casino. I don't even know where they... That would be super hype. New York. Trying to hit up a Slam Ball game. We can add that to the list yeah, of things that we're sick. trying to put together which we'll probably never put together i thought uh we always do something sports related i think a trip uh to the beach would be cool but because we've done that before not actually like even if we just did it for a day like it doesn't have to be like i know everyone's probably wants to stay so then we have to get a place to stay it's just like that's a lot to do it's like bro Wait, we can I, just... i'm so sorry i read something for one second what the fuck are you talking about right now i'm talking about you brought up slam ball game. Like I'd be like, Oh, that'd be a yep. dope trip to take. And then I, I was talking about in the group oh. chat the other day, they're like, Oh, we should get something together. I'm saying we should yeah. take a trip to like roadie or something for the day and like chill. Or, like, and then if I, I suggest I that we people about. would be like, Oh, well let's get a place to stay. It's like, no, what I the don't, fuck? I we don't, don't need a place to stay. That's like, what I assumed, that's kind of what I assumed we were talking about. Like a day trip somewhere. Yeah, I think that would be I think that'd be straight, but I don't know. Before you know it, it'll be getting cold. It's nice, nice right now. If you're the Nets, do you fire Steve Nash and Sean Marks to keep Durant, or do you tell Durant to fuck off? Still, <laughs> that shit is so stupid, dude. Supports? Yeah, honestly, if I was the owner of the it's Nets, a, it's a, like literally, if I was the owner of the Nets, like. Yeah, the way I see it is, like, you're you're in a blue-lose-lose spot. But, like, to me, you're trying to keep Kevin Durant. So, like, realistically, if I can keep Kevin Durant just to get rid of Steve Nash, who I don't think is a great NBA coach anyways and probably shouldn't even have been an NBA coach. And Sean Marks, by the way, who's been bringing this San Antonio Spurs philosophy to the Brooklyn Nets since, like, what, he got hired in 2015? How's that been working for you? Not great. Made a lot of fucking bad moves, in my opinion, too. So... To be honest, no, seriously, you're you're just coming in and dropping that question. Like, to be completely honest, when I saw that report, I'm like, dude, you fire both of these guys if I can keep KD. Absolutely, you fire both of them. Absolutely. And, and for him to for him for them to be like, oh, Josiah comes out, and he's like, I have total support for these guys. That's a mistake, bro. Because your team's gonna be fucking trash if you lose KD. Let's just be real. Like, you're not gonna be good, and it's gonna take you a long time to rebuild under Sean Marks, in my opinion. And Steve Nash is your head coach. That's just so, that's just the way I feel about it. Joe, Joe Shy has been looking like an idiot. I, if I were Joe Shy, I would go to Kevin Durant and be like, "I'll meet you halfway." Even though it was your request for us to hire Steve Nash, and we wouldn't have otherwise. Got it. I will fire Steve Nash. Is that enough? I'm not. I'm not kneeling down to you. I'm not firing our GM and our coach for a guy who has played what like an actual season's worth of games in his three years there and is 
now demanded a trade. And yeah. Said actually, I'll come back, but only if you fire anyone. Yeah, that's crazy. I've know. never seen that. Yeah. I would. I would be like, look, I'll fire Steve Nash because I agree with you. I don't know that he should be our coach. We are not firing both people and just bowing down to you and being like, because Sean Marks also like. Sean Marks is the reason they got Katie and Kyrie by making that D'Lo, Karis LeVert, Jared Allen team, like a really good young team where Katie and Kyrie looked around and said, no, it's not the Knicks. It's not whoever else is going for him. Like, Nets is where we want to be. And it made sense. People were like, yeah, they had a really good year last year, some good young pieces. Yeah. Everything that's happened since they came, I don't think has been Sean Marks' fault. Like, do, do I think Sean Marks would have traded Jared Allen and kept DeAndre Jordan? No, I don't think anyone who knows that. Well, even a little bit would have done that unless you're great friends with DeAndre Jordan and like you think that you want him there. Okay, yeah, all right, yeah. So this is hold on, hold on. Let me just say this, because you're making you're making a good point here, which is what I would have added on to the back end of this question. It's like you gotta be losing a bunch of respect for KD here. Gotta be losing a bunch of respect for KD here. Cause like as much as Kyrie's the the team killer, like like this is what you expect with Kyrie. Kyrie's at least won a championship with not joining a super team. Like for me. Kevin Durant is just looking like a, a total fool here. Constantly coming out and like making these requests and demands when he has all these years on his contract that he signed on for. It's like, dude, you look you look dumb doing this. You look dumb making these requests in this day and age where it's like, bro, like, yeah, of course people are going to have some type of feelings about you just wanting out and then now wanting out and demanding you fire everybody. Like, has any player ever requested they fire a GM? I've seen... Players want to get rid of their coaches, Probably, but like, that's, that's just like crazy to me. This dude, this dude, Kevin Durant is acting like he he's LeBron James in a sense where no matter where he goes, he can take his team to a championship. Let's just say if LeBron can't do that now, LeBron James did it 10 straight years. Oh. All I'm saying is that's not Kevin Durant. Oh, that is not Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant cannot go to any team and take that team to the championship. That I just don't see that. I just don't see that. So a lot of these, so, a lot of these teams that are not interested in Kevin Durant, it's more of an indictment on Kevin Durant to me. No, they are interested. They just don't have what the Nets are demanding. Like the Rudy Gobert trade fucked things up. Like the Heat are interested, Suns are interested, Celtics are clearly interested. Kick the tires on it. I'm sure there's close to twenty other teams that are interested. It's just a matter of like most of the teams that want to trade for him are the teams where he said, "I want to play there" because we've seen how volatile. He can be if he doesn't want to play somewhere. But last thing I'll say on the initial thing is I think Sean Marks had a good offseason. Like, if we're going to assume Ben Simmons is playing next year, like, really what the Nets lack is defense last year, and they lack other scoring options outside of going ISO ball the motors too. You're going to have Joe Harris back healthy. They brought in Royce O'Neal, who's a good, really good defender, can guard like a one or two on the other team. Ben Simmons can absolutely guard a one, even if all the – you know, the best player on another team, even if the offensive stuff is a little bit of a mess sometimes, but you have KD and Kyrie. Brought in TJ Warren, didn't play last year, but was really good when we saw him in the bubble last. And now can be like a number four option. Still have Seth Curry. Like, I think they have a really good team. I think they have a better team than they had last year with a TJ Warren, Ben Simmons, Royce O'Neal potentially playing this year. So I'm not firing Sean Marks. Not because obviously KD is more valuable to winning than Sean Marks is. But, like, I think Joe, to, like, Joe Sy, it's a bad look for any owner or an owner of a team to just bow down to a guy and be like, sure, Kevin, you've done almost nothing for us and have shown no, not much loyalty to us other than signing here initially. Uh, we, we will fire everyone right. and hopefully make you happy. Like, That's I fair. Do that. I, 
I would go to him and be like, yo, Steve Nash is gone. We're keeping Sean Marks. Let us know if that works for you. So that's where you, if I were to ask you, where do you see this going? That's where you, that's where you predict it would happen. Or what do you predict here? Is KD sitting out? Is KD, what's happening here? Like, uh, I don't think he'll sit. I don't think KD will sit. I don't know that. I just don't. I, everything we know about Kevin Durant is like the dude, like we can, people can shit on him all they want. I shit on him plenty when he went to the Warriors. Like the dude loves basketball and he's literally like, the, I literally just want to play basketball. I don't give a shit about any of that. It's like, I can't imagine him sitting out. I can't. Because it would probably take a little while. It wouldn't be like, okay, two games in, he's getting traded. He sat out. It'd be one of those things that probably like stretches like the Ben Simmons thing, or, like stretches till halfway through the season. Like he doesn't want to do that. So I think the best odds are him playing on the Nets next year. I don't know if they're, I don't think they're, I would bet a lot of money they're not firing Sean Marks and Steve Nash. Uh, Josiah said, they're not firing both of them at least. Josiah said when the initial trade went to happen or at some point over the offseason, he said, I'd rather be like a 40 win team than, I forget the exact quote, but basically saying like, we're not going to have like some two guys make all our decisions, demand out of here, like whatever. Like I'd rather be bad than have like, I wish I could find the quote. Uh, I'll try and find it. I don't remember exactly what it was. But Sean Marks has basically said, like, he's fine with not being as good. Like, he's not just going to give control over the team to two guys that have, like, not been there very long. So I don't think he's firing both of them. I would fire, ask if firing Steve Nash works, but I would guess Kevin Durant's there. I don't see how the Phoenix Suns get a trade done. They don't have good enough pieces. I don't see the, how the Heat have good enough pieces to get it done. I guess you're really just keep calling the, the looking at the Celtics like, hey, so Jalen Brown and what else? What, what what can we do here? Like I I don't I don't know what else you're gonna do. I would be trying to keep Kevin Durant though. I'd be fine with firing Steve Nash. I don't think he was a great coach. Um, uh, Kyrie and KD are tough shot makers, but in the Celtics series, they were repeatedly just getting like really deep twos and just everything was off the dribble. There was no like. I don't know, not to say like every coach in the league is amazing at drawing up plays, but there was no like different, like, okay, let's try and get these guys different looks, get them the ball in different spots. I just say, I would just say this, honestly, bro. I would just say this as a fan of the NBA, like I want to see Kevin Durant, Kyrie, Ben Ben Simmons, if he can play, I'm not assuming he's going to play. With all those pieces that Sean Marks made this off season, I want to see that team. Like that's what I. I don't want to see Kevin Durant head to the Heat or the Suns. Honestly, I really don't want to see that. I don't think they're gonna win if he does that. I think he has a good shot if he goes to the Heat, better than the Suns, um, in the Eastern Conference. But I don't want to see that for the league where you have what could be now another built up team. Not even gonna call it a super team in what you got a lot of built up teams at. Anyways, like, I don't know. I'd like to see the built-up team, the Nets, you think are putting together right now. Um, but apparently Kevin Durant I isn't do, down for that. I do so, really want to see I don't know. I've lost a lot of respect for Kevin Durant, honestly. I really have. Like, I, I was pissed when he left the, the Thunder. Um, and I kind of got over the fact that, you know, whatever, he joined the Warriors. But then just the way he left the Warriors and now what he's done since he's been with Brooklyn, it's just – it's tough to root for that. It really is. It's tough to root for that, regardless of how good you are. Um, and that's why I respect LeBron so much, regardless of, um, you know, wh- what he's done on the court. You know, he- he's always kind of been real professional off the court. <laughs> and I think there's I something to that. Um, he, they've, done it in, they've done it in different ways. Like LeBron, like where I get to at least give him credit is 
he hasn't necessarily always been loyal to teams, but he was signing contracts that allowed him to be flexible. He wasn't signing five-year deals and then two years in being like, fuck this. He was signing two years deals yeah. being like, I'm, pro- I'm probably out of here. In two Which years. is what Kevin Durant should do, in my opinion, yeah. rather than do what he's doing right now, and that's all I'm saying. Um, I saw this. I, I really hope you don't you didn't see this stat, but you might have. Um. There's been 141 NBA players that have played at least 1,000 NBA games. Only three of them have won more than 70% of the time. Do you know those players, Rich? I, have, I haven't seen this. Uh, so there's – say it all again. One more and I'll, okay, and I'll give you some context at the bottom of this too. Uh, I, already have, I already have one of my guesses for sure. 141 NBA players have played at least 1,000 NBA games. Only three of them have won more than 70% of the time. For context, only one team in the league won over 70% of its games last season. That was the Phoenix Suns. Okay, I got it. Um, Tim Duncan's absolutely won. Tim Duncan is absolutely won. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, This is is actually... I kind of want to say that Manu Ginobili's won too. Manu Ginobili is one. Let's go. That's two and now, two out of three. This is not my guess yet because I'm still thinking, and now I'm obviously sitting here going like, okay, so is fucking Tony Parker one? Is is it Tony Parker? Oh my god, yeah, you got it right, and you actually didn't know this. I swear on my life, I didn't see that. I swear on my life, I didn't see that. I saw this stat. I was like, this is actually they're fucking. The only, they're the only team. That's wild. They did it their entire careers. That's crazy. That's actually fucking crazy to me. Like when you put it that way, the Phoenix Suns were the only team to win seventy percent of games last year. It would be impossible to be a player and every like few years just be bouncing to the team that wins seventy percent of games. So in my head, I'm like, okay, who was on the best teams the longest? The Spurs literally made the playoffs for what like twenty straight fucking years, all under Tim Duncan. So I knew, I knew he was a lock. I didn't know it was going to be Manu and Tony Parker. Went Manu second because I think he was in the league less long and he came in when they were really good. So Manu's was probably higher than Tony Parker's. Tony Parker stayed a little longer with the Spurs. Just looking at this graph is just looking at this graph is pretty cool. Like the closest to the seventy percent line are Kareem and Pimpin and Ainge, technically. Uh think who else would have been my like next guess of other guys i mean a lot of people just have like the run at the end where they're not as good like steps no step had some not great seasons in the beginning and they had a worst record ever last year so that probably pushed him down where's Shaq on there Shaq is Shaq is close Shaq is f- behind those three that i mentioned okay which is kareem pippen and ainge and then it goes Shaq. Ori, Derek Fisher, I think, yeah, MJ just edging out LeBron right now. That would be, like, the top whatever I just mentioned. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, thought that was I a pretty mean, LeBron, cool thing. LeBron would be, like, close to the very top of that if pre-Lakers. You want to hear another You want to hear another cool stat? Yeah. Guess how, many, guess how many preseason games the Baltimore Ravens have won in a row? I'm going to say a lot now. Um, what, their four preseason games every year? I'll say like 14. 21. The next closest wow. is the next closest longest streak that there was was eight. The Baltimore Ravens have won 21 straight preseason games. 
dating back to 2015. 2015. Pretty incredible. They uh, beat up on the Tennessee Titans last night. Quick thought on that, though. Quick thought on that, because I think it was last pod or two pods back, you asked me about uh, Jimmy G to the Giants. Waking up this morning as a Giants fan, and also if you're a Seattle Seahawks fan, honestly, I think the Giants and Seahawks should be thrown into this category. I think uh, is the sad I heard on this. To pass on Malik Willis four rounds, four rounds. We passed on Malik Willis four rounds. I think Malik Willis is going to be the best in this quarterback group. Um, yet we've we've only really seen him, and it's like, oh, it's just one game. But I did feel that way coming out of this draft. I thought Malik Willis was going to be the best out of this quarterback group, and I think he's already going to be fucking edging. Ryan Tannehill's job, honestly, who who's just a walking disaster when it comes any t- thing uh, time to play make a play in a big game. So uh, for me, like it's one of those you don't draft guys if you're not confident in the guy you're in. And and I hear this all the time, and I honestly can't agree with this more as an NFL fan, where it's like, bro, you don't have a quarterback if you have two quarterbacks, which is kind of how I'd feel about bringing in Jimmy G, anyways, where it's like. What? Like, if you bring in Jimmy G, you better you better just play him then. What, is he going to oh, back up is, fucking Daniel Jones? Like, we're done. That's them admitting we're done on Daniel Jones if they bring in Jimmy G, for sure. Yeah, it, which I don't think they're going to just do in, in a season where they might not be good anyways. It's kind of a flyer season. I do think Saquon could have the potential to be comeback player of the year, though, this year. And he had NFL good odds on it, plus 1,600 right now. Um, I, I don't understand how the Browns haven't already called and been like, all right, what do, what do we need to do? What do we need to do to get Jimmy G? One year? Fine. Deshaun's probably out all this year. We have a legitimately good team in, like, Nick Chubb, Amari Cooper, and Joe fine. I forget who their Peoples Jones. I don't know who their other guys are. But they have, like, one of the best defenses in the league, good offensive weapons, and they legitimately don't have a quarterback. All right, so, yeah, let me – yeah. I don't see how you just punt on this season. Like, yeah. say what you want about Jimmy G, but, like, he's gotten good teams to the Super Bowl and decently far in the playoffs. I don't know if fucking uh, what's his name, the third string Patriots quarterback from back in the day. Um, he was on the Colts the last few years. That's who they have right now. Backed up Jimmy G and played a few games when Brady was suspended. All right, you know who I'm talking about? No, because you know who I'm talking about? No, I wasn't really. What? I wasn't really thinking and paying attention to what you were saying, honestly, because I was thinking of how I was about to respond to what you were saying. Because I'm glad you brought Jacoby this up. Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett is who they're going to have to start at quarterback. That's who I was trying to come up with. He's not like get go get go get Jimmy G. We saw Jacoby Brissett for like a good amount of last year, or what was the year before when Philip Rivers was out or Carson Wentz was out. He's not great. So many thoughts right now. All right, thoughts. We talked about this last time. I was stunned that the NFL came in and appealed. Uh, the Deshaun Watson suspension, not necessarily because I didn't think it was light, but I'm just trying to figure out what the hell is the point of doing, what the hell is the point of having that big thing with the independent arbitrator, it's Sue L. Robinson, to get it right after we were botching it last pod. I knew it, but I just like wasn't even thinking. Um, why are they doing that? Why are they doing that? And so now I saw, right, the NFL wants to step in. They got this guy Pete Har- Peter Harvey or something doing it. It's like basically Roger Goodell might as well be doing it, but it's like he doesn't want to have his name attached to it. So this whole thing is murky to me. Of course, it's like we talked about it last time. It's probably the worst first case to have under this new CBA independent arbitrator yeah. situation, like whatever. All I'm trying to say here is now I'm seeing Deshaun Watson's like, all right, man, I'll do eight games and $5 million. Like is there a way he can like negotiate him his way out of this? Like – 
like imagine he nego- like this is why I don't think the Cleveland Browns ha- have not yet gotten Jimmy G because first it was six games now now it's he's trying to negotiate the league's trying to have it for a year but let me just say I've seen and we saw this with Tom Brady if the appeal goes through and then he appeals it and then they're going through the court thing again he could be playing week one and I saw he's starting the preseason thing because the suspension will be up in the air that could potentially happen. So that's why they didn't bring in Jimmy G. You don't trade and go through all this PR bullshit to have a guy that you might not even have when he could potentially be available, even though at some point he's probably not going to be available. If I'm the Cleveland Browns, Jimmy G is not what I'm looking for. Jimmy G has fallen into this category where, like, probably the best situation for him is the Seattle Seahawks, but getting traded to an in-division rival is probably not going to happen, but it's looking like Jimmy G is going to get released. They're not going to guarantee his money. And I think it's 17 or something more sleeps. He's going to get released by the 49ers. And then we'll find out where Jimmy G goes, regardless if it's one of these teams we talked about, my shit team, Daniel Jones, Seattle Seahawks, or somebody that loses a quarterback due to injury, which could potentially happen as well. I don't obviously don't know this at all, but my guess would be, I understand what happened with the Tom Brady thing. Like, he ended up playing, delaying the suspension. I get that. Like, you could take it to court. Like, then you have to wait for the court case. Like, basically what... Yeah, that's going to happen. If that's if they get suspended for a year, that's probably going to happen, to be honest. Because there's no way Deshaun Watson isn't going to appeal that after how things gone. And if you're the league, if you're the league, I'm just trying to figure out why you put this thing in place to, like, come in and then already just put in the ruling you wanted anyways. Like this, that's just stupid to me like that. It, I could, I could be wrong. I don't think there's any ways playing week one. I think Roger Goodell, the NFL will literally do something. Be like, dude, there's no shot. The dude who we weren't sure if, what was the Brady one at the time? Was, was that footballs or something else? I don't fucking know. Um, yeah, it was deflating footballs. Yeah. This is, this is 24 court cases that where people are going to be really fucking pissed and it's going to make the NFL look bad. If he's like, Oh, you went from six, like other people won't get it. Like we will talk about it, but other people who aren't huge football fans will be like, wait, this guy went from six games and then the NFL stepped in and now he's playing. Like they won't, people will literally go nuts on the NFL. Like people will have to be like, no, 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 no. Like, trust me, they're, they're deciding it. Now he's going to be suspended for longer. They're going to be like, but they stepped it. Like, yeah, I will not have the story week one being like, could you believe this rapist is playing football right now? Like it's not. All I'm trying to say, okay, that's fair. But like, is it worse for what, is it worse for you or the average person? I guess this is the question everyone's going to have to ask themselves that Deshaun Watson only originally got six games and the NFL could have not compromised its new system by now stepping in and appealing that because of the, the ruling that was held under this and it's undermining that system. Or are you under the impression that, nope, they need to do this. It needs to be more games. Deshaun Watson needs to sit out. Compare compare the answer to, like, I don't know how I'd feel about baseball or any sport or anything. Like, at the end of the day, you just want to get the call right. So, like, it's great that they, like, put Sue L. Robinson or whatever in power, take the power out of Roger Goodell's hands. That's what everyone wanted. Like, Roger Goodell not be the overall decision maker. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if we can all, as a group, look at the first decision this person makes, which is a wild case, and go, wow, thought it'd be more than that, 
then I think it's like almost Roger Goodell's rare chance to step in and be like, wait, can I, can I be the good guy right here? Can I, can I be like, no guys, it's actually worse. Like, I think he's doing, they're doing the right thing of like, Hey, you guys should be making decisions. However, maybe let's take into a little bit of context, like what the past decisions were. So people aren't like deflating footballs is four games and 23 court cases is six games. Yeah. Like, what the, like I, I, it's, Listen. I think it's just a bad look for the NFL. At the end of the day, all of this is, all this is. But all I'm trying to, all I'm trying to say, you personally, I might, but like you don't look at Tom Brady any differently because he got suspended four games for deflating footballs. I know you personally don't. I have more backlash on Tom Brady, but I know you personally don't. Are you? If if if, if Sean Watson was suspended six games or a year, are but regardless of how many games are you suspended. Are you are you looking at Deshaun Watson the same way when he's back on the football field? I'd say no. I'd say you're not. Regardless of how good he is, regardless of how good he was, I'd say regardless of how many games he's suspended, no one's going to look at this dude the same. So all I'm trying to make my point is, is they're in this midst of, oh, he's suspended this, now he's going to try and negotiate. That's Dude, you're just making this look even worse, bro. He should have just been suspended for a year. Like Roger Goodell's had this power to make these decisions. They put this thing in place. This is how it turned out. This is what they put in place, and this is how it turned out. Like, in 2022, this that can't happen. That just can't happen. It, it, it makes no sense to me. It makes zero sense to me. I'll try and have this not sound totally insensitive, but, like, does it change what I think of him? I guess. Like, yeah, do I think he's, like, probably kind of a douche and a slimy guy? Like, yeah, yeah someone I'd want to be chilling with? Not really. But I, like, feel like I view sports as we get older from much more of, like, if you're, like, who do you, like, idolize in sports? It's, like, Carmelo Anthony and no one else because that's who I grew up as a child. Like, yo, I fucking love this guy. Like, yeah. I'm not looking at Deshaun Watson like, oh, no, like, I fucking love Deshaun, and like, I don't know, he was good at football, and then he's going to get out there and play football, he's probably going to be good at it, and I'm going to watch, and I'm going to go, wow, he's really good at football, and if someone were to be like, do you think he's a good person, I'd be like, probably not, but that's not really what I'm, like, I'm just here watching him play football, so, like, my whole thing with it is, like, I don't fucking, I'm not here, like, doing a, like, judging, do I think he's a douche? Probably, yeah, probably, he definitely did something wrong, you don't get 23 or 24 cases without doing something very wrong, so, yeah, he, He's probably a douche, probably an awful guy. And that's my thing where it's like, yo, let's just get him out for an amount of time that at least feels, like, fucking respectful to, like, how many people he probably fucked up. Like, six games, just when everyone can, as a group, be like, oh, not so bad. Wow, that was, like, that, that, was, that wasn't enough. Like, just be like, dude, you're fucking done for the year. That's, as a commissioner, that's what I would do. Like, we're not dealing with your shit this year. We're going to have an NFL season. People are not going to be talking about, oh, week eight, can you believe Deshaun's coming back? What's it going to do to the team? Fuck you. You made us have a bad look all summer. Yeah. All summer we had to talk about, we had to, all summer we had to talk about one of our quarterbacks raping 24 people or whatever it was instead of doing normal, like, whatever we want. Yes. Okay. Yes. You're making my point here. So I've been trying to say, I've been saying this about this situation for a while in the NFL, but also my point is if you're, how if you're a ju- if you're the ju- the judge that th- did this how like how the fuck can you only suspend him for six games like I how is that not under scrutiny is my point like what like so this is the type of discretion more- bullshit that we live in this discretionary world where everything is discretionary and it's just fucking BS to me bro it's fucking bullshit. Uh- 
It really is. I was hearing this on, I think it was the Pat McAfee show. They it's were a fucking joke. She, the only way she was able to make her, the only thing she was allowed to make her ruling on was, I forget the number, it was like five to eight, maybe it was six of the cases. She could not take into account any of the other ones. They had like full details on like five to eight of the most legitimate ones. And that's what she could make her ruling on. So like, who knows? Maybe those eight were like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We don't know exactly what she saw. At least I don't know exactly what she saw. Seems like an odd ruling to me, but she wasn't able to account for all of them in her ruling. However, you still think eight criminal cases would be enough to give a larger suspension. So I, I don't know. Yeah, dude, I don't know either, man. Don't know what to tell you there. I would be stunned if he played if he's playing football this year. Because eight, what are you going to do? Like you cause this whole ordeal to give him two more games. He suspended eight games. They did not. They did not just turn her decision down to give him two more games. Like he's out. I don't think they would do it just to give him four more games. Like I think he's out the year. I think they don't want him playing this year. I'd be shocked if he finds a way around that, but we'll see. I know. I know the taking it to court and whatever going against it has bought some time in other cases. I just don't think this one will be like that, but I don't know. <laughs> oh man. Wild. It's going to be interesting. How much more time till we start seeing like uh preseason NBA games? Um, that date is damn. That's October. Start of October. Yeah, so we got a long ways. Because preseason yeah, NFL is just not fun for me. Like, I did they scratch? Yeah, they scratched the preseason during COVID, and they should just scratch the preseason. They should just do these, what do they do, these joint practices? Like, it's the same thing. Like, you don't need to air fucking and have bets on preseason football. Like, they're just a fucking, give the degenerates a fucking break. I mean, one of the biggest things of NFL and NBA revenue is the, deals with the TV networks and people are starved for stuff. They're going to watch it, so they're going to air it. Um, yeah, first preseason game, September 30th, Golden State versus Washington in Japan. In Japan. <laughs> nice. You been watching any of the Little League World Series? I, I have not at all. Honestly, I didn't realize it was on until you said something yesterday in the chat. Yeah, Williamsport, I think, starts up at the end of the week they're still doing like the regionals and stuff but uh yeah i think that's better than august mlb baseball but yankees on a bit of a slide the mets are actually good and the dodgers are obviously the best team in the nl um and chris sale broke his wrist on a tricycle yeah the red Sox. yeah the chris yeah i don't even want to get started on that I've been watching anything, anything baseball related. Let's see what we got here. MLB standings. You missed... Oh my god, the Red Sox are in last in the division. They were literally making a run for like the top wild card spot. Like last I looked a month ago. Yeah, they're fucking I mean, they're terrible, last... dude. I mean, they're behind the Rays in third by like three games, so they're not they're not far back of being in the wild card spot. But damn, they went on a slide. Yeah, they suck. Mets 73. Wow, Mets have more wins than the Yankees. Yankees are on a slide, too. Yep, Yankees are Dodgers definitely on a slide. Dodgers, best record in the league. Followed yep. by the Mets. 
than the Astros and the Yankees. Yep, it's the Astros and the Yankees and the AL. It's the Dodgers, the Mets, the Braves, and the Padres after that Juan Soto trade in the NL. It's funny to me, uh, this was right after the All-Star game. Um, The Marlins with a 2.6% chance to make the playoffs. Diamondbacks, 0.2. Cubs, 0.1. And Nats, Pirates, Reds, Rockies, all with a 0% chance. The Giants with a 24% chance. Under my calculations, that's eight teams in the NFL under, in the NL, I'm sorry, under 25% chance to make the playoffs with 50-something games left in the season. Short in the fucking season. I mean, what, what are we doing here? Like, let's get, postseason baseball should be played, I think, when it's not frigid. Like, I know everyone wants to, like, act like, oh, that brings into the fucking postseason fall baseball. It's like. Yeah. Nah, bro. Nobody wants to play baseball in forty degree weather, and nobody wants to watch baseball in forty degree weather. Like you'd have a better product if you had it going a little earlier, in my opinion. Not competing with the NFL starting up their season, not competing with the NBA starting up their season. Like the MLB just makes really bad also, decisions, really, really bad decisions. And I know Chewy comes back with the oh, it's a super long season, so you can have these streaks like the Yankees are falling. And the Mets are rising. And it's like, yeah, bro, you can have them if you have 110 games too. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. You don't need to have 162. You have one Field of Dreams game, and you put the Cubs and Reds in it. It was a good game because of nostalgia, but it's like, damn, you could have put some better teams in it. I'm like, I'm just so fucking caught up with baseball, and it's the fact that it's the only thing I can really bet on right now. It's a fucking joke to bet on, dude. I've been so fucking mad with betting on baseball. It's fucking ridiculous to me. Because the Red Sox are trash. The Red Sox are fucking trash. Every time I bet on the Red Sox to win a game, they lose. Every time I go against them, they fucking win the game. Such bullshit. Such fucking bullshit. Like, in the past, they haven't changed it because, like, baseball was king for a while, so they were never going to cave to the NBA and the NFL in, like, the 90s or anything like that. Then we'd have a swing. We'd have a swing over the last few years where, especially in youth, probably, more NBA, NFL, just... People are more interested in talking about them, watching them than baseball. I'd just be surprised if they ever changed the postseason. Like, I don't know, October Classic, like everything just being in the fall, like that time. I'd be surprised. You're right. It'd be better to end in like September or August, like right before NFL and NBA are starting. But also, you could probably just push the season back a month and, or yeah, start the season a month later if you wanted to keep everything in October and start and lose some games still be spring training technically it's still like april and may yeah you're going to be competing with the nba and nfl but you get to keep your time but yeah the season does seem long like i was talking to barry the other night on playstation he was saying something about the mets and i was like what maybe it's just like a week ago or so and i was like oh wow like real like, real exciting stuff like really getting to crunch time with only like 70 games left in the season right he's like no it's like 62 i'm like oh my god there's so 62 games left like that's a that's an entire yeah, but like that's the same thing too. You'll be like, oh, I'm like, how many games you got left, dude? Seventy. You'll be like, no, sixty-five. It's like he don't care. He loves all sixty-five of it. He's all about it. He said he's not even watching as much right now because of his job. But it's like, bro, this is the whole thing with the baseball for me. There has to be more rest days. There's just so much where it's like these teams are playing all the time. Like the fucking Orioles just played a one-game series. Now they're playing again tonight. It's like just stupid to me, bro. How do you? How do you even, like, Yeah. I don't know. It just makes no sense to me how people think that is, like, enjoyable. Like, I, I, some people are still super into baseball, including some of my friends, which I just don't understand that. I just don't, I just don't understand that. 
I mean, I love them because they're my friends, but I just don't get it. And I was saying this on the pod the other day when I was here. Which no shit. I'm just saying, like I've been trying, like I watch a little more baseball recently, but it's only because I'm betting on it. And like I said, betting on baseball is absolute fucking bullshit. Like if I could just break my phone so I couldn't bet on baseball right now, I'd be happier than I currently am. Which is, like I said, it's fucking, it's ridiculous. It's like. How how do you? Have a few of the best ball drafts I've told you about. And stop betting on baseball. Yeah, it is. It's fucking. It's literally bullshit. It's actually bullshit. Go to DraftKings. Do a few of the best ball football drafts. Practice a draft or two for fantasy football season. You have a chance to see it advance throughout the year. You only put in like four or five dollars. You have a good time. You do a little draft. You can't. I don't really like DraftKings. It's not. I don't know what it is. Fantasy lineups. It's a. It's a. It's a football draft. Like a literally, like we're going to do on ESPN in a few weeks. Yeah. Live with twelve other people. Oh yeah, no, I know. I did that thing at your place that one time. I think. Yeah, I'd say do one of those if you want a sports bet. You still throw a baseball game on in the background, but you're more focused focused on the draft, which is probably more fun than the baseball game. But I don't know. I like doing them. I do a bunch of them. Yeah. That's my only gambling I do. Maybe bet on one or two baseball games in like June, but haven't even logged into the There's a lot of there's a lot of girls playing in the Little League World Series, which is cool. I saw um Yeah, basically the first one that I really remember is Monet Davis. And Monet Davis now uh, is twenty. Name, yeah. Monet Davis is now twenty one. Just, just want to throw that out there. Uh, Monet Davis too. I don't have no idea what she does, but I know that she's twenty one now, which is just crazy because I thought she was in the Little League World Series like two years ago. I swear, I talked about that she's on my pod. But... Hampton University softball player in Philadelphia. Yep. Um, I saw this this uh, girl. Macy Rickards, she threw 18 strikeouts, the most in a Little League World Series game since 2012. Girl just cooking the dudes out there. Wow. <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize there were girls in it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, there are, bro. They're cooking. Uh That's about it besides all the wilds. There's not really much going on in the league in the association right now. The NFL, obviously, we're just waiting for actual week one games because preseason is garbage. Um, Live Tour, that's causing some commotion with the FedEx Cup, which is starting this week or started yesterday. Um, and yeah, just been Little League World Series and MLB if you love it. Uh, a lot of people doing stupid shit and a lot of people saying stupid shit. That's basically where I'm at. Yeah, I just want Mello to get signed. Some good out there. <sighs> Not much. Mello to get signed. Um, yeah. I think he will. I mean, I, I assumed he 100% was, and now I'm kind of like, yo, are teams not calling? Is he waiting? Is he waiting? I, I don't know. You think he's done, I mean, I'm assuming he's going to be on no, I don't think he's done. I'm assuming he's going to be on a team, but it is kind of like, damn, our team's not calling. Is he? Does he have an offer too? And he's trying to decide. Feel like he would accept. I don't know. See, Serena Williams is about to hang him up too. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 
yeah, a few guys without jobs right now that I would assume will or would have one. Dennis Schroeder, Mello, Dwight Howard. Like, I don't know. Not that any of them are incredible right now. I assume Dwight and Mello only have one more year left, but there's no way that Dwight and Mello aren't helping a few teams out there. I think Mello is actually the oldest guy in the NBA, right? Well, technically he's not in the NBA right now, but I think he's the oldest guy in the NBA if he's playing next year. Mello? Yeah, I believe so. Uh-uh. Colin Sexton still hasn't figured anything out, I don't think, unless I missed something. Yeah, they're probably he's not gonna be on the Cavs, I'm not thinking. Um What's up with all these guys playing in like pro am and fucking like Drew League and like so, like all these random like leagues like Kyle Kuzma dropping cool. sixty seven in the something league? It's like sick, dude. I like, it, what do you mean that's kind of cool? I think it, that's like you going to the that's like you going somewhere to ball and and Kyle Kuzma shows up. You'd be like, oh, sick, dude. No, it's like, not, no, no, well, it's not. It is the equivalent of me playing middle school basketball, but that's just weird because I'm, like, fucking 15 years older than those dudes. Kyle Kuzma is literally playing with, like, maybe in America, like, the next step down, like, some of the best players in the world that would destroy us on a court. Like, literally destroy us, the guy he's going against. So it's like... Would they? Would they actually, though, you think? The guys he's playing against would literally take a dump on you or I on the court, yes. Yeah? Yes, Absolutely. Dude, guys in proem things are not just guys like, yo, I got next. It's like literal, it's legitimate basketball players that play like for money in tournaments and stuff like that. Julius Randle. Yeah, anybody can do that though, bro. Like we can get a team together and go sign up for one of these proems. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. And get our ass kicked, dude. They're playing good teams. Julius (laughs) Randle, Obi Toppin, and Jalen Brunson played a game together. He goes and get our ass kicked. Literally lost. Nick's roster losing in pro-am games. Yeah. I think it's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, which Kyle is fucking Kuzma, pathetic. Kyle Kuzma, who, like, if you watch NBA, like, yeah, he's a good player. But some dudes will shit on, maybe because of Lakers stuff or Lakers fans. I don't know. But it's like, nah, this dude is, like, absolutely filthy. And anyone you know that you think is really good at basketball, he would put up 100 on him. Like, it's, I don't know. I think, it, I think it's kind of cool. It'll be a problem when the first person gets hurt in one of those. But... <laughs> I think it's pretty sick. Dejounte Murray's been doing a bunch. Saw Kuz do a few. Um, yeah, there were a bunch of guys. And on the Knicks guys, did one. Trey Young, John Collins, Isaiah Thomas dropped sixty and one. <laughs> That's just fucking dumb. Like it's just cool. Like Isaiah Thomas, who like can't really find playing time in the league right now, and was incredible. Like still gets out there on the court with other good guys, and it's like no, 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 no. like. I'm so much better than all of you. Like, so much better. As a guy who's, like, what, 5'8 and can't get a job anymore in the NBA, it's like, ah, I kind of lost the step. He doesn't have it anymore. Like, nah, we'll torch anyone you think is good at basketball that's not an NBA player. Uh-uh. Probably would torch a lot of NBA players. Too. I'm saw, curious. Um, I'm curious at how much we'd get torched. Hilarious clip of Patino Mobley. Um, I don't know if you know him. He used to be a... 
NBA player, was a Rockets player. He plays in Ice Cube's big three league. I believe he's 49 years old, full gray beard, still in great shape. At a Rockets practice, fucking cooking, or no, I'm sorry, at a, uh, it was just like an open run, just cooking Christian Wood. Uh, maybe it was a Dallas Mavericks thing. I don't know. Christian Wood is guarding this guy. 47 years, uh, 49, 47 years old, full grade beard, like in really good shape. <coughs> bit, you know, a tiny bit of a, a stomach on older guy, like in great shape, though, incredible shape, just cooking Christian Wood, like over and over and over. <laughs> it was hilarious. Oh, my God. You've been watching some of the big three, or are you just seeing a bit highlight videos, reels, highlights, highlight this world? Wasn't, I haven't really seen much of anything from it except for some stuff on um, like Instagram or whatever gets posted. Like this specific thing I'm referring to wasn't a uh, big three. It was just some like open practice runs because Chris, Christian Wood is playing. I just found the video. I see if I can get it up. <laughs> Frank Orr's in some shit. Oh yeah, I, I I didn't watch. I started. I saw the video pop up this morning. And I actually have no idea how bad or not bad it is because I was just like, this is not the first thing I'm watching this morning. And I did not watch it. Oh, there's a video of it out. Yeah. Oh jeez. I don't know if I want to see that. <laughs> if you're showing me the video of this, then no. <laughs> you can't see my screen right now. Uh yeah, I can now. Is this him? <laughs> All right, dude, he made a sh just cooking Christian Wood. You're such a Christian. You're such a Christian Wood hater. There's literally there's literally three minutes of video. I'm I can't wait for the Dallas Mavericks to win an NBA the... championship this year. Off the backs of Christian Wood from Luka Doncic. Hey, Nick Young's right there. No, the clip I saw was a little bit longer. He only had like three buckets on him on that that one, but Could yeah. He sucks. <laughs> in the comments, guy goes. He's at, in the comments, guy goes. He play. He is forty seven, but looks like he's sixty, but plays like he's twenty. <laughs> yeah. The real <laughs> Reading the comments section of some shit is pretty funny, honestly. I'm not gonna lie. All right. Well. I gotta use the bathroom and take I'm a just piss. Going through all these clips. All right, brother. Well, good chatting with you. What are you up to this weekend? Uh, not much. Trying some night golf tonight. Supposed to see uh, Boosh on Monday, so. Yeah, are you golfing with him. Oh uh, yeah, he's supposed to caddy for me on Monday, so. Play some nice golf, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Right, 